0: Secret to Everything
1: You are about to hear secrets Secrets about life Love Hidden mysteries Spirituality Frequency, energy healing, science, alternative health, money and abundance, and much, much more. Secrets that most others don't know, but are now here being revealed to you. Listen carefully and be open to learning. The Secret to Everything. The views expressed on The Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, co-host, or our guests. All medical information discussed is for informational purposes only and not intended to diagnose or prescribe for any disease or condition. Please contact your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. By listening to this show, you have agreed to the terms and conditions outlined at com, And as always, we thank you for listening to the show.
2: Excited to have you here. We are going to talk about wealth, abundance, and prosperity in um, tumultuous, turbulent, troubling times. So... We have the amazing and charming, uh, Danny, as always, we are missing our equally amazing and charming Walt because, um, at least Walt and I are kind of (laughs) technology challenged with technology. I don't know. Danny seems to kind of have a better handle on it, but, um, I don't know. I'm probably speaking for him, but, so a lot of things have come in this week for me. Um, one of the first things I want to talk about, and I'm trying to do, hold on a minute, I'm going to have my Periscope people join us for a little bit. Hi, you guys. Just have to acknowledge them. So you guys are joining us live on our um, video blog, radio broadcast, and we're talking about wealth, abundance, and prosperity in troubling times. So the things that are really uh, disturbing to me that's been going on in the consciousness world, Danny. I don't know if you picked up any of this, there's been a lot of fear mongering. So I've been receiving letters from people. Oh no, the world is ending, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Sign up for our program. Uh, enroll in our telesummit series, you know, join our radio program because you're gonna need this because everything's so horrible, you know, and and I find that this is my opinion, I find that really sickening to use let's just erase whether it's true or not. I find it really sickening to use tragedy of any kind, whether it's a hurricane or a tornado or a uh, an earthquake or a fire or anything um, or the stock market. I, I find it kind of an interesting energy to use that to sell products, particularly in a consciousness, you know, industry or a self-help type of in- industry. It really seems, um, contra- I don't know, it just doesn't go well with my spirit. So I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, and my information is so funny because I keep tapping tapping the timeline, tapping the timeline. And when you really go back and you guys study the stock market and you study the ups and downs, this has happened so many times before. And we've recovered and the stock market's gone on and it's crazy little dance that it does every day. And I'm not saying it'll go on forever. I'm not saying that it won't crash. I'm not saying there won't be hard times, you know, in America. There probably will be at some point, but fear mongering or driving fear, living in fear is absolutely Not a good way to survive anything. Not a good way to go into anything positive, and certainly not, you know, any way to uh, survive something negative. So I kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Hi, Walt. You joined us. Maybe.
3: Yeah. You can't hear me.
2: Oh, we can hear him, right? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. can you hear me or no? Hey, hey, ladies. It's Walt.
4: (laughs) you can't hear you, can you? We
2: can. We can hear you. Can he not hear us, Danny?
4: Oh, we hear you up. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sound good.
2: You hear me now? Yeah. Say hi yes. to your. Say hi to your adoring you fans.
3: Maybe I have some speaker on my computer from 1927 that still works. <laughs> Sounds so, good.
2: We're going to have to get a donation together, Walt, um, for a new uh, for you with good... Uh,
3: Although I wanted to. Danny wouldn't let me.
4: <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
2: I, don't know. Yeah, your yeah. I don't know if you heard what we were talking about, Walt, so you can jump in. But uh, Danny, what are your thoughts on kind of what I just said? If you have anything to kind of throw in there.
4: Oh, first of all, as always, spot on, spot on. I've seen literally posts I think yesterday about uh, different subjects where people are using fear, even even to supposedly a good end as the the medium to get there, and that in itself is like you said, defeating the purpose because when we get there, if we're still in a practice of using fear for anything, we're going against the ultimate goal, which is love and harmony and connection and oneness and, and forwarding our path. And as we've heard many times, fear is the opposite of love. So when we do that, we're really, like you said, giving ourselves something else to sort of have to filter out or undo or unfold later, which again is a process that always has benefits. But I agree with you that let's just go straight to love. Let's just go straight to to avoiding old paradigms, old systems, that have us where we are right now, and fear is the number one system that has us, you know, sort of away from all these things that we're trying to connect with, like what we're going to be talking about today, like money, you know, uh, relationships, our own personal uh, fulfillment and, and peace. Uh, so I say let's go straight to it and avoid fear. In not, not, I'm sorry, not avoid fear, but break through and move through fear as fast as possible onto the goal, which is this new, fuller expression of love, which is what we want. So I've seen it. I totally agree with you. And I I really feel like I want to encourage everyone to take a step beyond fear somehow, whether it's simply speaking to someone you don't know with kind words or maybe taking care of something you've been avoiding or um, really boldly sharing of yourself, who are you, and stop perpetuating who you're not you know uh it's funny walt and i were talking a little bit earlier and he said to me you're the man and i said no you're the man and and something that simple i said like yeah yeah let's look at how we are valuable and let's let's own that and just go on from there so i i think it's spot on i encourage everyone to take little steps beyond fear because we really need each other as examples and we really need to connect and we won't if we're we're afraid to so i think that's that's big
2: Yeah, I really like that. Well, like I said, I don't know if you heard at the beginning of that conversation, but we were just talking about kind of the fear mongering that's been going on with the stock market and with, you know, the world is ending, the sky is falling, give me some money because the world is ending, I'll make it all better. So kind of preying on people through the energy of fear, you know, motivating them to take action that if you weren't being driven by fear or driving people by fear, they wouldn't normally take. Do you have any thoughts about that?
3: Um, it's, uh, the, for, for someone who was in the, in the industry with the stock market, the stock market goes up, it goes down, people panic, people sell, more people sell, rich people buy back in when it's real low, and, and the poor people lose their money because they sold. And it's kind of like, kinda of like the stock market works a little bit. Um, it just goes up and down. Can't worry about especially if you're if you're in it for your retirement and you're looking at, um, you know, 10, 20, 30 years out. If, if you're worried about one day, you shouldn't be in the stock market. You know, you just got to let it go. Um, it takes time like that. stock market is the only thing that people run away from when there's a sale. And so you have to uh, be, be cognizant of the fact that you should be buying <laughs> if you can buying and, and adding to your 401k okay, and and uh, that's my, my little financial advice
2: <laughs> yeah I think that's um, the general consensus is that I told my daughter I'm like I just got an a email from Natural News and he's like you're a sheep if you don't sell all your stock and I wrote her and I said did I sell my stock am I a sheep and she's like no yeah, you're a sheep if you do sell all your stock <laughs> so I'm like okay forget it whatever we'll just leave it the way it is so that's kind of what Walt was saying. Um, you know, we contribute to that fear when we make decisions that are fear-based. So we don't want to spend a lot of time on uh, the negativity. I, I don't know how the stock market ended today, but I know it's been doing better, at least in America, and I think in Europe the past couple of days. So for the moment, that tempest is past until the next one. And you know what? As I was thinking about this, and I don't know what you guys think about this what really came to me was there's no security in this reality. There's no security. You know, my parents' greatest aspirations for me was to have a nine-to-five job with uh, insurance and, you know, a boss and two weeks vacation. But that's so crazy because there's no security. So I think it's really funny when you go to buy a new car or get a house or something, you're like, do you have a job and how long you've worked there? My ex-husband worked for a huge financial institution in a really high position for eight years, and he's just downsized. But you know, if he had just gone and applied for a collar house the day before, they would have seen him as the most secure person in the world. And it just goes to show we're always reminded there's no security. Security has to come through your spirituality, I believe, through your connection with God, through your connection with other people, through your but most of all through your connection with yourself and your your deep sense of knowing and plugging into your own intuition, you know, do I pull in, you know, invest in the stock market? Like Walt said, do I pull out? It might be a different answer for all three of us and for you guys out there as well. So I just want to reassure you as I look at the timelines, I I don't agree with a lot of the um, panic and the timelines and the the whole big hubbub about Jewish holidays. I don't know if you guys have heard that, but there's so much um, prophecy type of stuff that is twisted and misinterpreted. And if you go back, you know, to the Y2K stuff, if you go back to 2012 or, you know, when people stood on the street corners saying on October, whatever, the world is ending, you know, again and again, we've proven pretty ineffective as prophets as a human race and pretty wrong uh, the majority of the time. So I just want to, you know, including the Mayan misinterpretation, the comment that's supposed to hit, uh, what is it, September 23rd, I'm not sure. You guys might, you know, I don't want to get into really crazy territory, although I love to, but you know, the whole CERN thing where the pit of hell is going to be opened on the 24th or 22nd or something, and you know, the demons are going to be loose in the tribulations. I mean, it's crazy. If you guys really plug into that, it's just crazy. You guys can Google all that stuff if you wonder what the heck I'm talking about. But um, to, to move on to happier, brighter times, because we are talking about money, um, I thought it was a timely, I kind of, it kind of came into me that. We need to clarify some of the money myths. We need to talk about how you can be wealthy and prosperous in any time, in good times and bad times. Um, You know, our guest today, if she shows up and I hope she will, we'll be talking about um, money mindset. There is a huge part of money mindset, but if you guys know me, you know I believe there's a lot more than the mind. I believe it all boils down to energy and frequency and and the person and the being that we're being um, more than even a mental mindset. But mindset is a great place to start as well. So, you know, we created this amazing class, and um, it is at KimberlyMcGeorge.com. I think back um, also forward slash contact me, unlocked. And basically, this class is a mini intensive. It's something we created to talk to you guys about your money concerns in a very hard, heavy hitting way, along with frequency support, to transform your physical environment in your energy field. So, that's what we're kind of promoting, you know. Um, Uh, Right now, that's what we're selling into right now. We're going to be heading into that September 10th, which will hit about a week before uh, we show up in Columbus for the live event. So I don't know, again, if, Walt, you had a chance to look at it or if you guys have any questions about that. But um, I'm really excited about that.
4: Yeah, me too. I I just want to say about that, um, an analogy came to to mind because I love how it's it's a a two-and-a-half-hour phone call. It's packed with sort of the essential resources and that you need to not only unblock, but also then to move forward with this new open space. And what came to me was like, it's, it's such a, a simple but powerful uh, thing to be a part of. Because imagine you're a young child and you want to make some money on, on a summer day. And, and you say, okay, your parent says, okay, it's a lemonade stand. And here's the resources. And I give you permission to do it. It's that simple because you just have to know that it's okay, that it can be done. These are the resources. And, and the encouragement, and it's like, take that now in a complexer, you know, more complex, you know, um, situation where we we're adults and we're trying to break through a bigger, seemingly uh, concept of what money is. But it's the same idea. And this is a place for people to go to and essentially begin their own, you know, lemonade stand of whatever it is for them. And I think it's great how you set it up to where it's like, hey, this is it. It can be done. And if you want to do it, it's, it's here. So I think it's going to be really, really great. I'm excited because I know I need it.
2: Great, <laughs> right. and I want to talk a little bit about. You know, I was on a program, and we did talk a little bit about this. But to me, one of the most simple tasks that or things that you guys can do—it's not really a mindset; it's a way of living. It's a, it's a practice of living, which is not giving out of your abundance, but just giving. And so, um, there's been many times um, when I've had virtually nothing, and there's been many times when I've had a lot. Even the times when I had nothing, um, I had an innate gratitude and had a sensitivity to those, you know, that, that had less than I did. And at one point, I was living in a very nice house in the country, and we had gotten a new refrigerator. we were going to throw out our old refrigerator, but I, I just felt wet. I'm like, and we lived in the country is the key phrase in the story, by the way, you guys. So we threw our uh, refrigerator out on the curb because that's what we did in the country. That's what you guys do in the country. You guys know I'm talking about. You're from the country. So we threw our refrigerator out on the curb, and uh, this woman came and knocked on the door about three hours later, and she was very pregnant, and she didn't look like she had a lot of money, and she said she, she was bawling her head off. And she's like, can we take this? Is this free? And I'm like, yeah, of course. It works. It just doesn't work, like, super efficiently. You know, it's like from the 70s, but... It, it will, you know, freeze and cool your food. And just to see her fall her head off of me in such gratitude, she's like, I'm a single mom, I just left an abusive husband, I moved into a trailer, we have no stove, no refrigerator, and just to be able to bless somebody out of, I mean, that still was out of my abundance, obviously, but... But so often we're not thoughtful like that. We we don't think, can anybody else use this pair of shoes or this these old clothes? Sometimes we just throw them out. Or, or, you know, worse yet, worse than throwing them out is almost letting it collect and clog the energy in our homes and our spaces by overflowing our closets and our drawers and our bookshelves and our, you know— I always say, you know, I, I want to I keep a real clean space and a clean house, but it seems the bigger house we move into, we fill up those closets and those drawers, and it, it's just human nature. Then when we don't have room in our house, we rent storage units, right? So, and we pay for that. And you guys have seen those shows, those storage wars shows where they go out and they rip those open. And yeah, some of it's due to that, but a lot of it's due to people just freaking forget because they don't need all that junk they put in storage. Well, so I think we really need to be conscious of how rich we are as you know, all the three of us anyway, um, you know, as Americans living in the United States and give out of what we have because most of what we have, we truly don't need. We really don't need most of what we have. A lot of it was bought on impulse. A lot of it was bought in excess. I have a daughter who's 14 and maybe Walt can relate a little bit to this too, but um, she buys like excessive makeup. I'm like, okay, how, you have, like. 16 lipsticks how many lipsticks can you wear at one time like that's something you can't even put on really over each other and you know so we just live in this gluttonous excess society and yet we don't think we are but if I went through your house I bet each one of us including me (laughs) are gluttonous in our own way and I'm not saying you know that's. I'm not putting any label on that I'm just saying I think we need to be more conscious of how wealthy we are and we wonder why why can't i attract abundance why can't i attract abundance maybe because you guys are kings sitting in a palace and you don't even know who you are or what you have and so i think there has to be a true understanding of how rich you are before you are trusted with more and that's not just a biblical principle that's an ancient principle taught from the ancients for thousands and thousands of years so any um uh, amusing or unamusing stories or thoughts
3: that any of you guys have on that. Yeah, I had um, I spoke to uh, my actually my um my one of my old psychic teachers that, that I used to go see and she was losing her farm up in New York State and um to foreclosure they didn't pay for years or whatever. They've had the farm for thirty years. And she was really upset about it. So and she's very intuitive. But so she goes outside and, and just says, I'm going to go talk to the land. You know? And um, she asked about her farm. And, and she said that the land came back to her and said, you don't own anything. Even though you may think you do, you really don't own anything. And so that's kind of interesting if you, if you kind of put things in that perspective. But, yeah, I totally agree with Dr. Kim. I mean, the other day I just made the statement that I need less things, not more. And the more things that you have, the more clutter it has. And it's really wise because uh, that stuff that we have is really not as important as uh, the people around us.
2: I really love that. I really love that. Um you said the land spoke to her. It's so funny because I was doing a paranormal case last night. And when I went into the energy of it, um, I said, I think your problem is really with the land. And we started talking, the homeowner and I, about that. Why might the problem be with the land? Well, of course, the problem could be a million reasons. It could be the pioneers, it could be the Native Americans, it could be the people before the Native Americans. But our land and the people on that land have been so violated, you know, energetically, and and the land itself has been so uh, raped and desecrated that, of course, it's going to attract, you know, the lower intensity energies and the negative energies. And so I think that's a really great point. Like, you know, we know, you know, the government has eminent domain, so we know when they build a highway, you know, Your house is history, your land, what land? Do you know? Or you know a national park comes and encroaches on your land, you're gone. You may or may not be compensated. Well, great, horrible, but your land's gone. Really the only thing we own, and this sounds really metaphysical and weird, but is, is our own, you know, soul. In the end, we all pass from this earth alone. We don't pass with our husbands, our wives, our friends, our children. It really is about, gosh, you guys, having such this deep sense of self and this deep sense of Um, you know where you're going and why you are here and so I love that she said that it's really it's really true we're just kind of um trusted with these things we we don't own them we don't own our children we don't own our spouses we don't we don't even own our bodies I mean we lose that so the only thing we really have left when you peel away all the material things and all the you well, know, the body stuff—it's
4: just our soul. That's all we have, and, and that's a mighty, mighty thing. Don't get me wrong, but I think that's a great point, you. Yeah, I totally agree. It's also—it's also ironic that you—that it's empowering to think that without nothing, we are the—we're the most real, authentic, and empowered. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. You no, know, going back, and you know, I just got the chills. This is the second time that when you were speaking, I got it. The first time when you were talking about the, the chaos, and and then and it's related to this. It's really related to this about freeing ourselves from need and feeling like you said already wealthy, already abundant because we are this infinite light, uh, and really, you know, kind of feeling into that and being aware of that in any moment when you when you lose it or when you are drawn to thinking of these other things that cause stress that are not real. You know, there was an affirmation that I was going to mention. I think it's called applies when you were first talking and it, and it says um, to feel safe in chaos is to be present in love to seek security is to look where nothing can be found. And that's exactly what you were saying, where it's like really if we just kind of are still and remember, as you said, that we're infinite souls that that's really the ultimate Thing to take care of, then we can look there first and, and realize there's so much to do there without worrying about all this external stuff as much. And then the external stuff becomes easier as we become more empowered, more at peace and um, and feel better about ourselves. So I think that's a wonderful thing to remember. It just feels good to remember.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And we're going to go see if we can grab a hold of our guests. You're going to see. I'm going to, um, at least you guys can do what you want. We're going to take 60 seconds. I'm going to mute my mic and mute my screen real briefly. And we're going to kind of powwow out and see what's going on. And we will be back talking about wealth, abundance, and prosperity in turbulent times. So stay with us. Awesome.
3: I made it. We're on. um, Yeah, it looks like in the Google chat, it has our guest on there as one of the people.
4: Awesome. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me?
3: Yeah. Everybody's breaking up again. I don't know what. It started off good, and everybody started breaking up. So I'm catching words in between stuff. So if I don't answer, it's not that I... It's just that I can't hear what you said.
4: Okay, let's mute our mics real quick.
3: One of my uh, one of my friends said uh, what if somebody it was it was a, a post or something on social media. They said, What if I give somebody $20 that needs it and the other person has lots of money and they give a hundred dollars. Are they better than me? But I gave my $200, you know?
2: (laughs) Okay. So we are back and, um, I guess I'm going to have to revise the title. I'll figure out how to do that because our guest has not appeared, which is fine. I always believe everything is as it is supposed to be and all that much more valuable uh, for whichever way it turns out. So um, if she joins us, we will uh, gladly welcome her into uh, this discussion. And I don't know all how this works. I, you know, I, I'm not sure um, how you guys can join. I do know that uh, up to 10 people are able to join us live in video. Like you see the video down here, you know, we see Walt, and we see uh, Danny, and we see me of course. And I know that um, everybody can uh, join. I don't know quite how, and I don't know if we do Danny. I'm not that great at this, um, at this time, but um, I do know the three of us are here and we're having a pretty incredible conversation. So I did want to mention really quickly before we continue, that uh we are going to be live in columbus on september 19th and 20th i'm going to be speaking at the universal light expo it's the largest uh consciousness expo in the midwest it's my old hometown and it should be amazing and fun it's we're going to do group readings um group healings and we have an amazing dinner called through the fire an amazing sunday brunch And just a great time of just camaraderie, meeting people that you may have talked to in groups, people that are like minded, people that are seeking true balance, true abundance and true healing in all areas of their life. So we're very, very um, excited about that. And it's on the website, uh, KimberlyMitchers.com under Columbus Live Event, under programs. You can drop down and read more about that. And we may have some familiar faces and people for you to meet and see there. So, we're waiting to make those announcements till some plans are firmed up. So, one of them might, um, well, maybe we, since we get writing questions, do we have any writing questions yet, Danny? Uh,
4: Yeah, we do have, looks like two writing questions about finances.
2: Okay. Do you want to go to those for a minute?
4: Sure. Okay. So the first one comes from Eric, and Eric says, I am the most behind than I have ever been on my bills. Seems like as soon as I pay one, I'm late on another. I want to tackle this in small steps, but is there anything that I'm not seeing because of stress, possibly, that might help me to get beyond this sooner than later?
2: Well, I'm going to have you think about some uh, input on that as well, because I know Walt has played quite a bit, I think, in different businesses and the financial aspect of, of different things, too, so he may have some insults, uh, insult, insult. Yeah, he may have some insults, <laughs> he may have some insight, too. Too much hammock time this afternoon, I get too chill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny because, you know, we talked about the one way. So, you know, I believe not necessarily in the tithing principle. You know, a lot of people teach, you know, 10%. I just believe in giving giving whatever you have and, um, you know, giving out of your abundance and giving out of your, your lack, to be honest. Um, so, but, you know, behind the goals, I always look to creation first. So instead of looking, you know, what can we take away? What can we, you know, cut out Friday date night or, you know, cut the kids' clothes budget? I always look at creation. So the question I would ask you would be, is there any hobby? Is there any skill? Is there any ability I have that I can turn into a powerful, consistent income source or even an extra income source immediately? And most people are like, no, no, I don't. But if you're really thinking about it, what I love about the Internet, oh, my gosh, there are so many different groups. There are so many different businesses Things that we never thought. I mean, my uncle has a very successful accounting firm. I think he's crazy because he still running a brick and mortar. Uh, my daughter always calls during the radio show. I don't know why. It's like, what part of like what well, you know she calls all the time during my radio show. If we'll have to go back and edit that out. But um I hope if I turn my phone down too, but like I said, my uncle has this crazy successful business, but I'm like, why are you still having people come to your office that you pay for in the center of the town, all this stuff, like literally, like, is it Webly? I, I don't know. Walt may know or Danny may know, but you guys can go up a website tonight. You can go on and join a couple of Facebook groups. You can uh, pay for some Twitter, Facebook advertising. People are making seven figures marketing their skills. Even people that don't have a website, they're using this very, very cheap, or very, very expansive social media advertising that we can target. So if you're an accountant, you're like, okay, well, yeah, I keep that in college. We can probably do some bookkeeping on the side. I mean, you can totally your ad down to your state, practically down to your town, down to um, socioeconomic brackets. And you can advertise to those people. You can be very local. Or if you have a worldwide business, you can be very expansive. I really, um, you know, I'm a hardcore, diehard entrepreneur, so you know, that's like in my blood. But even if you aren't, even if you've never considered that, it's just so easy to step out of that conventional programming that we have to go to a job nine to five, you know, and that's the only way we can make money. I mean, there's people around here, you know, the guy that mows my lawn, you know, he works a nine to five job, but he loves to be outside. He invested in a lawnmower. I mean, there's Craigslist. You can put up an ad and, you know, I'm sure people would be delighted to have a 40 year old man show up at the door instead of a 16 year old, maybe not so much for the money and you can mitigate your prices. But it's just like, oh my gosh. I mean, I know women that bake and they have started candy businesses and that have become like six figure businesses, just like the things that are simple to you guys that you take for granted and turning to, like, super profitable things. And there's no better joy than when you can employ other people and you can contribute to the economy, and, and I call it delivering people out of their jobs, but that's just my point of view, you know, and offer people, I always say the opportunity to make a lot of money sitting on their butt on their couch. That's an amazing feeling, you know, using their skills and abilities to contribute to your business. So there's so much potential there. I think, again, switching, I you know, I caught slipping the energy, Flipping energy from lack again to abundance, abundance in thinking, abundance in possibility, and abundance in creation is really the key there. Well, do you have any thoughts based on someone I think who has done a lot of sales and who has done a lot of different businesses? You have your own business, you've created what are your thoughts on kind of the whole entrepreneur talent skill thing?
3: Um, for 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 me, I um I also have uh, you know. I I'm still in, in my own, you know, world of debt. <laughs> but um uh life changes. But one of the things that I noticed was I was um sitting sitting home on a Saturday morning. Actually I sat home on Saturdays, and Sundays and wasn't doing anything and I was like, At least I could be out working and doing something. So I ended up getting a, a part time job, you know, um, selling furniture just on the weekends and uh, I began to make a little bit of money, and then I I found another part-time job that I like better, so I left that. And that gives me more flexibility to work at night and during the weekend. If I'm sitting around complaining that I don't have money, I am going to be working until I get money. I'm not going to take it. I, one of the things that, that it's interesting is getting is is the emotion of getting mad and getting angry. because It's not a not necessarily a bad thing, but for me, I channeled that, that anger, that, that anger energy into I'm not going to be – I'm not going to let the bills get the best of me. I'm going to pay them off. I'm going to do my best. I'm, gonna, I'm taking control of my life. If I have 10 minutes at the end of the day, I'll make a phone call and see if there's somebody that maybe needs help you know, or, or somebody who I could find some opportunity to do something with because I'm not going to sit around and, and – uh, have free time if I, if I don't if I can't afford to have free time. Um, many of the most successful people in the world work seven days a week, and they still work seven days a week. Some people, when they get to a certain point in their life, they stop working as much because their their debts are paid off and now they're enjoying better uh, a better income. Um, that's one of the things. And if you have smaller credit cards, pay the smallest one off first, and work your way on up to the biggest one. you'll play at the littlest one and if you wait that's my two
0: cents i
2: love love that well i think um you know part of that is uh releasing kind of what i heard you saying is releasing these again this programming that you work five days a week and you get to play two days well that's great if you can do that if you want to do that if you choose that but sometimes to get where you want to be well first of all Uh, There's a great expression from Into the Woods that says, uh, to get where you want to go, you have to know where you want to go. And that's part of the problem. You know, we have these grandiose vague ideas, although a lot of my goals have been kind of crazy and weird, but very specific. So one day, this was maybe years ago, I was driving by a car dealer, just a normal car dealer, not a luxury car dealer. I might have been a Jeep dealership or a Chevy dealership. I was driving by and I said, one day, I didn't say if, I didn't say how, I said one day, and I said this out loud to my children, I said one day I will drive by a car dealership and be able to go in and pay cash for any car on the lot. Money will not financing credit scores. And you know, that creation was so solid and so specific it's occurred and it's actually occurred many times and, and you kind of lose the thrill and that's a whole nother story we can talk about. And that's why your, your satisfaction cannot be in material things because you conquer one thing and it's human nature to want to go in, conquer it. And the other thing and, it, and if it becomes chasing money or chasing material objects it just becomes this empty chase and, and that's not very satisfying I know it seems like it is if you're in debt I know it seems like it is if you're struggling but I have been there and I always say this I think you guys don't believe me but I have crawled through many couch cushions and found disgusting things looking for three dollars to drive to work and my nine to five job that I was very thankful I had and again it's this thankfulness and like Walt said So maybe everybody is sitting around drinking beer, watching football, but maybe everybody is sitting around drinking beer, watching football, $50,000 in debt. And maybe that's not who you want to be, and maybe that's not how you want to feel. And it's very difficult. I'm not saying it can't be done, but it's very difficult to amass an empire. And some of you have culture, and that's great. You cannot really amass an empire, as Walt kind of referred to, on a, a negative, it really literally creates an energy vortex of debt. And so you're trying to go up in your energy and raise your frequency and attract abundance, but you're always being pulled back down to either a neutral point or a lower than neutral point by your debt. So you cannot ignore that. And I love that Long gave us some practical tips. I love that he said, give yourself the satisfaction of paying down that lowest debt. And sometimes our debts are credit cards. Sometimes it's even this weird power relationship debt to your parents when you were 24 and you crashed your car and they bought you a new one and you have this debt where they you know now they're old and maybe you have this energetic debt that you don't even think about maybe you need to really sit down and write down your debt maybe you have an emotional debt maybe you had a mentor when you were in college that you never wrote a letter and said you know what you changed the course of my whole life so paying those debts or satisfying those debts or neutralizing those debts is so key to rebuilding or building something new, and do you have any contribution to any of that, Danny?
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, just one thing to build off, which I think is a nice uh, shift that we can have immediately. As Walt was saying, that uh, that uh, we are in a world of debt, and I, I think I think what we can do to shift that is say that that actually debt is in our world, and I think the reason that's important is because, like you're saying to get more clarity on what is the world that we want to create, what is our world. And a lot of times it's like you said, we have these skills, we have these gifts, we have these passions, but we haven't, you know, crystallized them and said, this is who I am. This is what I do. And when we, when we define the world that way, what the, our ideal world is, then we'll attract more of it. So I think definitely do all those things practically step-by-step step, deal with that energetic cooling down by stepping up to it and, and having closure and completion with it but also remember that it is our world that everything is in our our frame of existence and that the more we clarify what that is and more we claim that and live expressing that i think the more empowered we'll feel the more momentum that allows other things to come in and help us take those steps so i think i like that idea of everyone defining more clearly what is their world who are they what is their passion and getting that vision so they can vibrate in that
3: yeah, I, I agree, um, if Especially if you love what you do, it never feels like you're working. And you know, money really is energy. And one of my friends said, um, she, she was fairly successful, and she said, if you love money, she said, give it away. Give it away, and it'll come back to you. Meaning, she goes, when you write out your bills, enjoy writing out your bills. Even though you're like, most people cringe at the thought of giving another dollar away to a oil collector or, or the uh, gas company, electric company, or whatever. But she like make it make it fun, and she goes, "Money will not be an issue anymore, and it will come to you." And, and uh, I always forget that she said that, but it's good that we're having this show today because it helps me. <laughs> it helps <laughs> me.
4: Because
2: we all need to hear it. That's why. Well, that's why. Yeah. yeah
4: that was great well totally lit up there that's a perfect like perfect illustration of that when we shift the mindset we light up like we have this momentum from within and then more things seem possible we remember things we remember resources um but you know at the same time being practical go to those resources again referring back to the the program um that you're offering Dr., dr kim i mean it's Another place now to talk about that and how awesome, just in the the tips you gave um, about finding your your passion and finding your gifts, like those practical things, people, I think, kind of know them, but they need a nudge. They need a mentorship and and sort of to see the pathway. I think that's where it's so powerful, the things that you're doing, Dr. Kim, to show people in a very concise and powerful way, how they have access to these things and how they can really literally start now. I love that.
2: Well, and on this particular program, um, and then we can go maybe into the next or the last question if there aren't any more, but uh, you know, the the name came in unlocked. And literally, there's been times in my life where I've been bound by the fear of money, not knowing what to do with the money I had, having too much money, having no money, um, living in that stress and anxiety of, oh my gosh, my water was just turned off and I have no money to get it turned back on. You know, thankfully, I have an amazing mother. And, you know, a few peers corrects that. But again, you know, that creates that debt, that creates interest in energy in your relationships with other people. And one of the lessons I had to learn was to become very, very um, aware that my success or failure is my responsibility. It's not my parents' responsibility. It's actually not even my husband or my boyfriend's or my fiance's responsibility. Um, I like to say one of my very, very, very favorite expressions, this is about your health, this is about your spirituality. This is about your money. This is one of my huge, huge things I've been preaching for five years. No one is coming. No one is coming to rescue you. The government's not coming to rescue The stock market's not coming to rescue you. Walt might come to rescue you because, Walt well, is that nice of a guy. But nobody is coming, meaning we wait. We wait to win the lottery. We wait, you know, for our stocks to pay off. We wait, you know, to receive an inheritance. Meanwhile, gosh, you guys, Time, life is going. If you would like a different life, if you would like a different relationship, if you would like a different bank account, everything in you, you have been designed for success, you have been designed for abundance, you have been designed for creation. Everything is in you right now, right this second. There is no one stopping you, but each one of you. And I know you guys think that's really airy theory. It's not, because that's what we do. We come in, you know, I've done many, many um, conscious business Um, consulting for family businesses for individuals that are broke and with a few tweaks we can start getting money rolling in because there's so much abundance even in your abilities and your skills i talk to you guys and i listen to you guys even while he's a tremendously talented person he has amazing inventive ideas you know sometimes he lets things get him down like we all do and stress and he doesn't move forward we all have our little catches i've had them in my life you guys have them in your life but once we work through we get our energy fields clean we get that power going we uh, raise our frequency we you know change the way things start working in our life energetically it makes it a lot easier so when we make a move you know toward abundance it's rewarded and we're joined by the universe in this amazing dance of creation and really it does become this like waltz said. i think you know, when you give something away you get so much or you get so much more back it's the same way with effort you know toward changing any of your situations including all these other areas that we're not necessarily talking about tonight
4: love it I love that, and you know, even even if you're looking for something outside of yourself, like you said, it's not coming because it's already here, because it's been here in you know in all sorts of different forms and all different inspirations and all different people and examples, and um, I think it's like yeah, just give yourself permission, like you said, to do it. Um, I, I remember I wrote an affirmation in regards to this more so on this idea of like um, I think it was in regards to. Uh, the I have a dream speech and this idea of like how we all sort of know these truths and we all sort of know how to be our best selves. And I wrote a short affirmation to myself that said, a living dream is up to you. The night will fall to daylight soon and all that you would have come true cannot survive the afternoon. And that just me reminds me that if I want to push something forward that I know in me, I I have to push it forward because at some point it's going to dwindle away unless I keep it alive. So, um, I love that idea of like it's all here now and just give yourself permission to go for it eh, without the fear. So and, I, and you're right, I know as I speak, I know I need to hear this. <laughs> so it's very good, good information.
2: So do we have any other questions, Danny, before we kind of wrap it up for tonight? Yeah.
4: We do have one more question and this one comes from a listener Lourdes, uh from looks like from Puerto Rico. And this uh, has a, a unique question because she says um, she really wants to have, I really want to have a mindset that allows abundance to not have a limit. Uh, and I sometimes see uh, other, other cultures uh, in excess beyond my mindset. And I don't know how to break free from the limitations of my own culture and upbringing um, so I, I think she's talking about sort of what she's used to having been raised where she's raised and not relating maybe. Uh, I, I, think, I, I think in a summation, I can kind of relate to when people say, hey, this person up here is so famous or so rich or so uh, successful, and maybe they can't see themselves in that or they somehow have a, a resistance to it because there's a prejudice against it. what I'm feeling from the question. Um, what, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I love that. And actually, you bring up a valuable point, which is something I also say a lot, which is very true. So abundance to Walt, you and me, if we had to say, uh, write 10 things that reflect abundance. Like if if you could have abundance now, write down 10 things that that would mean to you. I guarantee you, Walt, your list, my list, and anybody else that participated in that exercise would be completely different. And people are surprised to hear me say this, but one of the most huge things that are abundance to me are intangibles. Well, number one on my list is going to be freedom. Freedom to sleep in if I want to sleep in. Freedom to work till four at night if I want to because I know I can sleep in. Uh, Freedom to, you know, schedule my day full, nine to five. Uh, Free to not schedule. Free to work. Free, you know, like uh, Walt was the one that said seven days a week. Yeah, I'm like 80 hours, you know, workaholic. And and because my work is my plan, because I love you guys and because I love what I do, uh, and there's balance in that, too, that we can talk about another time. But I think it's realizing, and, and again, going back to that point of getting really clear, what is abundance to you? So, if you don't live in a capitalist country that, that all the emphasis is placed on Louis Vuitton bags and Porsches and giant mansions and you know the movie star lifestyle, and um, if that's not the culture you're in, abundance to you maybe just literally having food whenever you need it on the table and being able to fix your plats to us. and. Um, You know, being able to um, maybe help your uh, aging father uh, buy a couple goats. I mean, seriously, that's abundance. Um, I'm working with an orphanage, which we'll start talking about more and more in Africa. And um, in my newsletter, I sent out some pictures. And it almost makes me cry because these these boys and girls are big. They're teenagers and they're sleeping in, um, (laughs) they don't even have mattresses. They're sleeping on wood boards due to a bed with one ratty blanket. And yet, when you see them outside of that, you know, sitting outside, the the way they beam, they beam joy. Gosh, you guys, that's abundance, that makes me cry. Like, you cannot add anything to joy. This isn't, I'm turning to Danny. This is like an equation, you know, joy plus nothing equals abundance. There's nothing you can add to that. There's nothing more abundant then you know that that flow of joy and so it's so individual you know and I think Danny that person brought up a great point when we look at a movie star we look at a rock singer we look at a tv personality or music or a healer or whoever um you guys look up to we think I don't want I don't relate to that I don't want
0: mm-hmm.
2: I um you know what does abundance mean to to me but it's so individual. Um, you know, for some of us, again, that have children, it might be allowing your child to choose whatever college they have because you have that money saved and you don't have to receive that contri- parental contribution. Or for some of us, it could be setting up a nonprofit organization. I just read about, I forget who it was. I think it was, was it in Time Warner. I'm trying to think he was really, really big. No, I think it was in Paramount or something out by you, Danny. Uh, one of the A's, mm. you know, he like... Gave up his job, gave away everything and started this, you know, something about the kids in the garbage dumps, you know, climbing all over, providing them, you know, programs and education and security and love. He gave up everything that the world says is abundant. Gosh, can you imagine how he must feel seeing those little kids' face light up, like not just one, but like hundreds, like day after day, that's abundance. And so I think we need to redefine abundance on a very basic level. I don't know what you guys think about that.
3: Oh yeah. I, when I um, heard that question, when I heard that question uh, before the question came out, I was actually going to say what this person I think is, is trying to say. Uh, you know, my audio is a little bit um, off a little bit tonight, but um, I think that that, um, and I just had this conversation with my daughter. Um, if if you hang around with plumbers, you will most likely be a plumber. If you hang around with police officers, all your friends are police officers, most likely you're going to be a police officer. So you want to try to hang around with people that you feel more comfortable with in, in sort of a sociology way or socioeconomic way. If you hang around with people who are business owners, most likely you're going to be a business owner. If you hang around with people that are wealthy, you, you will most likely be wealthy. We just spent um, a week in LA with uh, people who uh, are movie directors and people who are everyone in LA is has something to do with, <laughs> with media and film. And so, so I told my daughter, I'm like, you know, if I stayed here, I would probably be in film. I would be doing something with movies because everyone around that's all they talk about. That's what everyone does, and so that's where I would have ended up. So. So for that person that wrote that thing, just find who you want to hang out with. If you can't, um, if you no one in your area thinks like you or you want to hang out with more successful people, maybe join different groups on, like, uh, if there's any meetup groups online that you can join, or maybe you can get yourself into different circles and maybe get out of the circle that you're already in. Yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah.
2: Um... Lost my window. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Um, I think that yeah. I think that's awesome advice. And I always tell the story. And of you've heard it before. But since this is a different format and we're going out on YouTube, I'm sure many of you haven't heard me tell this story. But I did an experiment when I was uh, dating someone for a long time, and I said, "Let me pull a credit report." I'm doing an experiment. And uh, he said, "Okay." And I said to my best friend at the time, "Let me pull a credit report." And she's like, "Okay." And that truth of what, uh, you know, Walt just said, which is actually a greater universal law that applies to all areas, which is we attract who we are. Period. Bottom line. Nothing more, nothing less. We can only attract the frequency we're putting out and who we are being, the totality of who we're being at the time, our authentic self, not the hidden, not the shadow self, the authentic self. And so we looked at these credit reports. No lie three points away no more than three points you guys know it's like 900 some that is not coincidence so i'm thinking i need to get away from these two because i want to be more successful but walt kind of has that's a brilliant point that's a huge truth you guys got nothing else out of that and there were so many juicy moments in this conversation that's just you're something you can change right now we're not saying it's your family we're not saying it's your friends we're not saying to go celebrity chase or chase millionaires but we are saying, um, you know, it's a bigger principle. It's actually again another ancient principle. We become who we hang around. We become in and multiply you know, in a bigger way than we think. You know, if we hang out with hot-tempered people, it's easier to be hot-tempered. I've always found in my life when I'm dating men that have had a very foul mouth, I start swearing. It starts slipping. I start compromising. You know, it's a choice, but it's not. It's almost like a program, a subconscious thing. What you hear and what you absorb and what you're around, you become. And so. It's so a profound conversation that we could take further, you know, at another time as well. Do you have any thoughts,
4: Danny? Uh, you know what? I, I like I like it. I love this idea of where you place yourself and what you become. Um, and the only one thing I will offer, uh, and it, it refers to an affirmation, people always say, well, where do I begin or how do I do that? You know, this is my situation. This is where I am. And I have an affirmation that says, choose your friends well. Choose yourself better meaning meaning start with you like how do i even get over to that group of people how do i find these people and it's like by allowing yourself to take that step and to me it's a perfect segue back to the unlocked program it's a perfect a segue where like hey you're hearing that there's something available to you that you know is going to be direct it's going to be rich and it's it's something that you can give yourself to begin the process of vibrating at a higher frequency to then move into groups that are like kindred in that way so sometimes it starts with like how do we choose ourselves so then we can move into those groups that maybe right now we don't feel connected to like that woman in puerto rico she doesn't feel connected to certain people but maybe she needs to allow herself to feel connected with more people and begin there and then see where that takes her so i like the idea and um and i totally want to remind people about the unlocked and before we before we go because I love the bullet points and I I do want to share those with people because I think that'll give them a great idea as to sort of what's really going to be available do
2: you want me to share are you
4: going to do you have it I love I can do it I can do it I I love that like I said I love that it's a two and a half hour call so it's it's all there it's all immediate but basically the bullet points are so awesome so it's a September 10th it's a two and a half hour call and what it says is live processes and activation given during this call and then recorded later for play. Okay. So it's a and a to explain teaching and, and add your input. Okay? So you raise your frequency to a new level during the call. It's inspired business ideas. Like some of you heard today, to get you started on a an path. And it's saying why you were built for creation as we were talking about and why this knowledge can change everything in your life. Secrets that are thousands of years old that never fail. And you join a free group, like we're talking about, a free follow-up group with like-minded individuals to encourage each other in all things business, money, and abundance. So there you go. There you got your group, people. You experience three of the most cutting-edge frequency MP3s on the planet designed to help increase and open up floodgates of money and abundance and energy in your life you'll receive these closer to, to the class and one will be released the day of the class. So it's a world-class high level healing, psychic and customer service support from the ver- of our very gifted uh, team of customer service and production. So all that is available to you in, in immediate, compact, very direct, very clear way. So I think that's awesome. And I encourage everyone who's resonating, who knows that they've been to a ton of classes, I really need something that's, that's now and direct and effective September 10th, nine to eleven thirty PM Eastern standard time. And that's at Kimberly forward slash unlocked.
2: Thank you so there much. You go. I also want to mention, I believe since I get my prices mixed up because we run a lot of programs, I believe it's only $97. So, and I'm going to share with you guys, there was a time four or five years ago, maybe longer, maybe six years ago, but, uh, I heard a particular person, they really inspired me, and I really resonated with what she said. And she kept releasing these packages and these programs and these classes. And of them were really expensive, and I couldn't afford to do it. But I saved up $97. And that sounds weird to me now. I'm like, oh, my gosh, wow, you know, because I'm in a different place. But I saved up that $97, and that is one of the only packages and cheap things from anyone that I've ever bought. And it didn't. it was funny because it really wasn't the class so much that changed my life it was the process of me, which I think Danny or Walt said, maybe Danny, about it, me investing in me kind of changed my life. I'm like, wait a minute, I can do this. Uh, you know, I'm powerful. I can save up $97. What else I can do? Kind of like what Walt was saying with the credit cards. I can pay off one credit card. Maybe I can pay off five credit cards or get out of debt, you know, in, in bigger ways and, and start creating some money. So I just think it's a uh, empowering type of thing to even it gets you creative about finding the money for a class. You know, you might start thinking, I don't have any money. But I'm telling you guys, here's another tip, which is so stupid and so obvious. I always forget. I have money sitting around my house that like you wouldn't believe. I have like brand new Carhartt jacket. It's worth like $150. Why do I have a brand new Carhartt jacket that nobody wears? that's a man's, <laughs> Here's a story behind that that we're not going to go into, but the point is, that thing can go on eBay, and whether I keep that money or invest in my children, give it to my parents or give it to a charity, it doesn't really matter what I do with it, why do I have $150 sitting in my closet? So I guarantee you, I could go in any of your houses and find something that you don't want or don't need that we could turn into cold hard cash so all of you can come up with way more than $97 and those are some of the practical, we're going to get down and dirty, we're going to be esoterical, we're going to be woo-woo, but we're going to get down and dirty, I'm going to give you guys some business ideas, you can start right away, um, we're going to talk about just some really great stuff, we're going to answer the hard questions, you guys know it's really hard to stump me, so you guys can you know bring the questions, um, we're going to go into some specific case studies, work with some people, and really just shift the shift the energy into a whole different, not just mindset but frequency, which is so important. So any final thoughts, well, before we talk about our next week's guest? Well, <laughs> what?
3: No, I'm good.
2: <laughs> well, are you still single and available? We have to let the women know. We have to update them on are Yeah, single. Okay. <laughs> That's the important thing. Danny, um, any final thoughts?
4: I think just one more nudge. One more nudge to everybody. Uh, from the beginning, we talked about moving through fear. Uh, and I encourage everyone to just keep moving through it. Know that every step is going to offer a whole new outlook, a whole new perspective with every step. And then, and don't ignore the signs and the offerings, like the things that we talked about today. Run with them. Run with them and, and feel empowered. And, and take this as, like, permission. Just take it as, like, permission. Like, today is day to do something new and to, and to believe something new. So I just want to give everybody, like, a little nudge forward. And whatever it is that's on their mind and in their heart to do, that they feel like we're all in this together and we all are going there. So let's, let's, let's just do it. Let's just go for it and, um, and just be optimistic. Like, like there was a lot of smiles in the show today. So I think just run with that energy.
2: Yeah, I liked it. it was great. You guys were awesome. Thank you for your contribution as always brilliant and amazing. You know, I'm really blessed to work with people like both of you um, we're going to have Andy Thomas, where it's going to be kind of a follow-up conversation um, to today. Andy Thomas is a business coach, a lifestyle coach. Uh, I think we can ask him some of the hard-hitting questions maybe that have been brought up you know, with the Economic Times, with some of the things we talked about, getting out of debt. Um, moving forward, changing careers, um, all different kinds of questions. He's uh, very well-known. He's very authentic. I think can, it's going to be phenomenal and enjoyable. Sometimes we just got to blast you guys with us. My apologies, but I always believe, like I said, everything is as it should be, and there is a meaning and a purpose for this. And somebody needed to be hear what Walt had to say. Somebody needed to hear what Danny had to say. And, yes, believe it or not, somebody needed to hear what I had to say. So we absolutely adore you guys. And while he's our um, guru, um, who should be able to do this while he's snoring. Tell us how to get a hold of The Secret to Everything and me, and then we'll let Danny time in on his information. Yeah.
3: Um, you can go on uh, doc, uh, KimberlyMcGeorge.com, and she has all of her social media contacts on there. Mm. And she has some extra ones that I, I don't know about. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. uh, to send her an email you can send her an email to support at mcgeorge.com and um, if you would like to get a hold of me I have a website if you have any terminal issues uh, <laughs> it's uh, www.gotspirits.org. and I'm also on Facebook Walt Leskowski and Instagram is Coffee and Spirits, and then goes for a walk for Twitter. And Danny, how can we get a hold of you?
4: <laughs> yeah, so me is, is my name. It's DannyDonair.com, and it's D-A-N-N-Y-D-O-N-A-Y-R-E. And the same for Facebook. Just put my name in there, and you'll see me. And, um, and yeah, and just, again, on the, uh, the programs, definitely when you go to KimberlyMcGeorge.com, Under programs, you'll find the live event. But if you want to go directly to the Unlocked for the Wealth Abundance, just go KimberlyMcGeorge.com forward slash Unlocked. And, um, yeah, we'll see you soon.
2: Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll talk a little bit more about how you can get involved with um, Google Hangouts next week. Because if you are listening to this, you could have seen how amazing this show looks live and all is sorted that happened behind the scenes
1: as we you know. um, have a wonderful wonderful this week and we will see you next week all right thank you for listening to the secret to everything you can contact dr kimberly by going to our website at dr where you'll also find links to stay in touch through social media tune in each week at 7 p.m eastern standard time more mind opening episodes of The Secret to Everything.
0: Can you see? Can you hear? Can you feel something stirring from within distant roads? Sounding out. Gathering Momentum Of this there is No question And I want to dance And sing and I want to spread My wings Oh I want to fly And I want to find The secret to Everything Oh I want to Shed my skin I want to drink from Fires are being led to light All across these lands, Guiding and giving Us new sight And I can see And I can hear Oh, I can feel Something stirring